This week, more free life advice, like how to be cool if you're a lame rich guy, and how to infiltrate Jerusalem. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, where we vaccinate the masses against fake outrage. Yes, there we go. We are back for the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, the vaxxed and employed Phil Causey. Yes, that's right. Uh, actually, you're, you're you're doing this with me on a very sort of, I don't want to say momentous day, but it's kind of sad, but it's kind of great at the same time. T- today is my last day as we're recording this. Today is May, what is today? May like, 2nd. May 2nd. May 2nd. Uh, this is my last day of freedom. I have officially tomorrow I go back to work. So, uh, yeah, after 13 months of being unemployed. So the world's yes. coming back. I'm back. We're all back. That's 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 how we're doing it. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to start doing live uh, uh, podcasts again where we're all in the same room. We've been doing the Zoom, but we'll try to bring that back. We, we will be, yeah, hopefully doing that soon. We almost did it for this episode, but we kind of literally, here's the dirty secret about this show. Sometimes we have the guests booked weeks in advance. Sometimes we book them like the day or two before it just, it all oh, depends peeking on behind the curtain. Yeah. And so this one, I was oh. like, yeah, we're doing it on zoom. Cause I have uh, some stuff to do today. You probably do too. It's a Sunday afternoon. Um, now let's take a minute to meet our guest as we always do. Uh, Adam Wolf. Welcome to the show. Hello, Adam Wolf. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Comedian and filmmaker. Now Adam Wolf, director, Adam Wolf. That's right. Yeah. Actually, I want to talk about this. This is exciting for me because I was in a, uh, I don't know if it would be considered a short film or a student film. I did some I acting. Think it's both. I did some acting recently and uh, one of Adam's films. So if you're bored, go on YouTube. Check out Finally Famous is the name of it. Yes, I had, like, Adam is lines. a gay porn uh, film producer and <laughs> yeah. is now the new, he's the new bottom. Yeah, well, hey, the 13 yeah. months of unemployment, uh, they got long, okay? They exactly. got long, they got poor. You had to make money somehow. Yeah, that's exactly uh, it. And the bottoming pays well. So that's, yeah, that's no. just... I mean, you, you said it best. If you're bored, and even if you're not bored, go look up Finally Famous. It's on my YouTube channel, Bagman Productions. Phil did an amazing job in it. Uh, everyone did an amazing job in it. And I'm, I'm really proud of it. And I can't wait, uh, wait to keep making more films. And they're going to be on that YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having tell, me on. Yeah, dude, can you absolutely. Tell us a little more? Can, you tell us, can you tell us a little more about the film? Yeah, yeah, no. So I'll give you the log line of it. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's about this Hollywood uh, lovebirds, these this young couple, a writer and an actress, and they kind of decide their best way to get ahead in Hollywood is to put the life of a Hollywood exec in danger and save him at the last second so he'll owe them this life debt and he'll have to make their movie. But everything sort of goes awry when these two gangsters kidnap the producer and now they have to go save him for real. Wow, that yeah. sounds that sounds very fun. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it was really cool, and it's it was really fun thing to work on, especially because like you know this was like my first short film. I've been doing a lot of screenwriting. You know, when I started doing comedy, screenwriting sort of came along with it. But this was the first thing I actually managed to film. And you know, most short films, not to shit on other people's first short films, are usually like you know it's a talking piece, just people talking around a table or whatever. But I was like, no, I want to do something cool, something action filled with multiple set pieces, multiple characters. So it was really fun thing to work on. And it was it was a big challenge, too. It was. um, It was a good time. Yeah. But it paid off. It was fun. It was fun. There we go. And yeah. And and I got free pizza. Everyone there got free pizza, which is fairly customary for film sets. I also appreciate the fact that 
Um, I got the role the same way that I've gotten all my other short film acting roles where someone called me three days before and is like, hey, uh, somebody we actually want to drop out. Can you do this? Can you come do three lines? And I'm yeah. like, absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I have no aspiration to do any acting. So that you, you, you've already um you've already maxed out my potential adam so i appreciate i appreciate yeah, this will that. be the role of your lifetime like this is what people will remember you for uh acting wise so bill what what character did you play one of the the gangsters under yes Ring? like yes uh, can i get him boss should i get him boss i i was a henchman i'll send it to you after we're done uh recording it, it, it was it was again it was a lot of fun it was definitely a lot of fun and also uh adam is uh is a proud member of the jewish community as well i am are, are you that not? is true now, what level Jew are you, if you had to put it on a 10 scale? <laughs> what level Jew? Uh, well, there's different kinds of Jews, if you didn't know. Uh, I, 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 I vaguely know. But yeah, so there's yeah. there's Reformed Jews, there's the Orthodox Jews, which are, you know, the guys in the top hats, mm-hmm. the braids and everything. Uh, and then there's another kind called Conservative Jews. It has nothing to do with politics. I'll get that right out of the bat. But mm-hmm. I am technically a conservative Jew. And... Um, yeah, it, so I, I go to Temple really... I don't go on Shabbat, but I go on the high holidays and I observe the high holidays. So like, you know, I'll, I'll fast on Yom Kippur. I'll, I won't okay. bread for the week of Passover. Um, and I, I like the, the thing about Judaism that I love is like, it, it's more than just a religion. It's a community. It's a culture. It's an ethnicity. It's a lot of things. So, so yeah. do you do the holidays where you're not allowed to uh, touch technology? No, that, so that's like the Sabbath. So that's like every, you know, Friday through Saturday, Friday night through Saturday night. You're not supposed to like turn on your phone, turn on lights, turn on anything. You're not supposed to do work. Yeah, um, no, it's try. I had a lot of friends in the city who were who were Jewish, and sometimes I'd text them, be like, "Hey, what are you up to?" And they wouldn't text me back for like three days. I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I had my phone off. I was upstate doing the this retreat thing for the Jewish community, uh, yeah. sort of thing." So yeah, no, that that's a normal thing for sure. Yeah, I, no, and I've I also see. Oh, wait, Adam, going. you're saying you don't do that? No, I don't do that. No, because that's like every week, and that's like a big commitment i guess well wait so what is uh, what who are the jews that do do that because you're a conservative jew yeah so it would be like the orthodox and and oh, okay. uh the orthodox jews and there i think there are some conservative jews who probably do that as well there, uh but yeah, i just not me are and you like the middle ground between like a totally secular jew and the the the, the top hat and curly side yeah jew? that's what i would call it i'm pretty middle ground i'm like the down the line where i'm like i'm not observing everything every week i'm not i'm not i'm not kosher um, I follow some tenets of kosher, like I don't eat pork, but it's very arbitrary. It, it, I don't like, I'll have a cheeseburger. Like you will have a cheeseburger. Okay. I will have yeah, a cheeseburger. This is very down the line. Very, it, very totally yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, there, so I take like a Burger King. Not a bacon not... double cheeseburger. That'll yeah. be out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Burger King, not kosher, I guess. Uh, so the reason why, why I, uh, well, not the reason. Well, I brought you on because, you know, we're friends, you're funny and everything. However, we did need a Jewish person to do this first story today. Yes. And this is going to be more to do with the Orthodox community. So Adam yeah. may or may but not in be general, We this. always like to any anytime we do have a Jew, we always have to even regardless of the story, we must uh, categorize. Exactly yeah, we, we have to out them in the first There's five a minutes lot of the of show Jews. and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Adam, are you familiar with the law of return? No. Okay, so the law of return is apparently a thing in Israel where you can like just move to Israel if you if you were born Jewish. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. So yeah, my actually fun fact. I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit. I guess my sister was in the Israeli army for a while. Uh, she, she we're all American. My family we're all born in America. But mm-hmm. my sister, you know, she felt very connected to being Jewish and the land of Israel. So when right after college she moved to Israel. And, you know, like you said, they, you can just move there. 
But uh, the thing that's difficult is, so as you know, Israelis, you know, they have to go into the military unless they have some sort of exemption. But if you gain citizenship, you don't have to go into the military. But she wanted to because it's it, it's very much a rite of passage there. And it's like, if you don't, it's it, it's kind of not looked down upon, but it's, you know, you're definitely a bit of an outsider. So she was already is this, an outsider. Is this true for women too? All women? Yeah, all women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the yeah, thing they're is- They're progressive down there. Okay, Sandy? Yeah. yeah. Unlike so, our, the military, yeah. There's, uh, if you don't know, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure you do. There's this thing called birthright where Jewish college kids, and even really non-Jewish college, honestly, if you say like, oh yeah, my grandmother's best friend's neighbor's cousin was Jewish <laughs> on her dad's side, they'll be like, hey, yeah, sure, come on the trip. Because- they're very open with who comes on because first of all, they, you know, they want people to learn about Judaism. They want people to experience the culture, all this stuff. And Israel is a really fun place. I love it there, especially Tel Aviv. But the other thing is, if you don't know on birthright, they have Israeli soldiers accompany you throughout the trip. And it's partially because they want you to fuck these Israeli soldiers and marry them and stay in Israel. Like, wait, wait. Told- so you show up there and they're like, here's a female Jewish soldier. Oh yeah. Really? Dead ass. Like seriously, like that, that is pretty much the, they'll even pretty much say it. it. Like that is the point of birthright is to get you to find a Jew, a nice Jew in Israel, marry her or him. If you're a girl, you know, wait, or, wait, or even if you're not. Limit to, is there an age limit to this birthright <laughs> thing? <laughs> so I need to like, um, go find a nice the, Jewish girl. I think it's like, I, I think yes and no. I think you can like do it. Like you, if you're Jewish, you can do it any age. But they kind of, you know, group you by age. So, like, you know, they'll put the college kids together. And then if you're older, they have, like, a little bit older. But usually people do it by the time they're 30. Well, can, can, you, oh, can you please yeah. sign up for this? Right. I want to see you try to pass a 45-year-old yeah, no, Indian I, guy. Like, yeah, my uh, my podcast guest was Jewish. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you told you, me I could do honestly, this. Honestly, <laughs> the, 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 if you, if, guys, if you're just looking for a free trip to Israel and, you know, want to want to bang an Israeli so that's the thing. Israelis are hot. They are fucking beautiful people sometimes. Okay, uh, I was watching Fauda and everyone seemed hot, but I'm like, this is TV. No, is yeah, like Gal Gadot, they Wonder all, Woman. like super smoking, exotic. Oh, yeah, olive, all the soldiers skinny. on the trip. All the soldiers on the trip were just gorgeous. Oh, my God. Uh, so you, you got the red carpet treatment uh, down there. That That's pretty good. So we're going to yeah. get into the, so the reason wait, why wait, I asked about the on, law. Hold on, hold on. Do up with the soldier or not? We have to at least put the button on it. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I was a timid young freshman in college, so I was a little too scared to go for the the real birthright experience, if you want to call it that. The girlfriend there, experience, as it's yeah, in America, exactly. Yeah. There was there was a, a soldier who I was flirting with throughout the whole time, but like I kind of got cold feet. Like, does she like me? Does she not? But I should have said, "Who cares? I'm I'm here for a fucking week," you know. Right. Um, okay. But I, in I retrospect, I yeah, I totally understand. So yeah, hindsight sir. is twenty twenty. Hey, you know, can't you go on it twice though? Now that you know the uh, the sitch, I think I think you actually can, but I don't think I'm going to do that. I I I I I had my trip. I love Israel, and mm-hmm. I definitely would go back, but I don't want to go back on birthright because you know it's an organized trip. You know, you you have like a itinerary every day. Mm-hmm. You have all these kind yeah, of yeah. You not, just go to Tel Aviv and rage. Yeah, no. Although there is a, so they have like two or three designated nights where you can like go out and get drunk on the town, but you know, you still kind of have a curfew to go back to the hotel or whatever. So, yeah. All right. That's just like Sandeep's trip to North Korea. It's planned by the day. <laughs> That's a different conversation in a different episode. But so this episode we were talking about, but the reason why, I, again, why I asked about the law of return is because one family from New Jersey invoked it years ago, the 
El Cohen family. They were living in Jerusalem. It was a guy named Michael with his wife and five children. He was one of the rabbis in town doing all the normal rabbi stuff, the weddings and the circumcisions and whatever other uh, festival, you know, Jewish things. And uh, news broke recently that because uh, he got outed. He got outed for being a secret Christian missionary who was sent there to convert people. <laughs> Christianity. Turns out the paperwork for the law of return was forged. And people were mad. People were mad in the Jewish community that this man took advantage of the system, pretended to be a Jewish guy, and uh, so it was secretly Israel, trying to bring people to Jesus. He was in Israel. Yes. And he, he what was the forged, uh, what did he forge on the paperwork? That just the Yeah, I don't know if there had to be Jewish. paperwork. Well, I guess the law of return is like a, you have to be born Jewish. I, I don't really know much about the culture, but I from the article, that's kind of what I gathered is like it's, it's like birthright for adults, I guess. You can go there and law of return. Just live, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, well, the other thing, the, the, the other thing real quick that about Judaism is, is it's passed down through the mother. Like that's a big thing is like, if your father is Jewish, but your mother is not, for some reason that I don't really know, it's like you're not as Jewish as someone whose mom is Jewish, but your dad is not. It's on the X chromosome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Jew gene. Yeah. Wait, don't all dudes have X chromosome? Never mind. Um, we do. Only one of them. It's, it's well, the second your X, X chromosome. chromosome. Your XY dudes are, and the X comes from your mom. You got to have both the X's. Okay. Yes. Well, or you're not Jewish enough. Right. <laughs> well, if you have two X's, then you're a woman. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. All women are Jewish. Anyway, all right. Yes, yeah, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that goes. Uh, and so the, the reason this family got caught was because one of his daughters was in school and said to one of the classmates that Jesus accepts everyone, even if they're wrong. Oh, And, well, and the classmates oh. snitched and they came under uh, investigation. There's a uh, organization and I'm going to fuck this name up. Tammy's uh, saying nice things about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that at this school. Yeah. yeah. I bet the dad was fucking pissed at this kid. Like you just screwed over like fucking 10 years of work, kid. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Jesus yeah. won't forgive you for this one. <laughs> so the, the group that investigated them was called, I don't know the pronunciation. Maybe you do, Adam. I don't know. I believe it might be pronounced something Jewish. about Bene you. It's I'll, I'll just spell it because I, I don't know how to do the uh, Hebrew inflection on things. It's spelled B E Y N E Y N U. I'm going to assume. Are in there? No. No, unfortunately not. I'm going to uh, assume it's pronounced Ben You. Ben You. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll I feel like that's an oversimplification. If any Jewish folks hear this, I promise we're not doing it on purpose. So Ben Yu. So Ben Yu is the group, and they investigate missionary activity. And they came on investigation for Ben Yu, and they, they finally got outed recently for, for being secret Christians in Jerusalem. So is this like the spy, like when spies, so like does the, does the, <laughs> the Catholic Church like pay for them to mission and to like, you know, I want to know undercover? that. And I want to, I want to. Adam, we have to make this screenplay. I know that you're a screenwriter now. We have to make yeah, a no. secret undercover Jew or secret undercover Christian trying to convert people. Yeah, this is Agent Double O Cross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's pretty fucked. I I just more think like the the outrage that I would feel isn't really even for him faking being Jewish and moving to Israel because frankly, you know, us Jews we're we're we're, we're a small bunch after. A couple events in history, we could use some more people on our side. <laughs> you gotta get those numbers so, but, up. Yeah, exactly. The real issue, 
is like for the people who had him as a rabbi performing, you know, certain ceremonial events, whether it's a circumcision or a wedding, like that's mm-hmm. fucked up. Like for those families, like, and again, you know, you like, know, they're wait, still married. Part of my dick and not, it's not, <laughs> I didn't even count now. Are the circumcisions like, are they null and void? <laughs> yeah, you got to get, uh, you got to get it cut even further after that, actually. You got to do it all over again. You got to grow you, it you, back. You have to find a way to, yeah, I was going to say, regrow it and then chop <laughs> yeah. it off again as an adult. You have to get exactly. stem cells injected in your penis and then yeah. regrow it. That, that's oh how, so God. yeah so yeah you're so jewish uh folks so you guys are like the um like the barked in crowd of religions you're just kind of trying to get your numbers up is that what you're trying to say <laughs> um a little bit a little bit i mean you know yeah. we've had certain events that kind of dwindled our numbers uh <laughs> not gonna name names um, <laughs> but uh yeah i mean again you know back to birthright that's the point of birthright we need more fucking jews we need more people in israel like yeah, you, you're trying to get people to leave brooklyn and go to jerusalem exactly. and tel aviv yeah that's, let's get these horny yeah. americans to come in and make children here make children with the soldiers down there exactly. that's how that goes so the outrage i would imagine uh on this would be from people obviously it's an orthodox community so a lot of people are super super religious and into their yes. religion uh, so I think there's definitely the sort of the outsider infiltrated situation. So there's there's outrage with probably a little bit of embarrassment that they didn't catch it. But also, too, on top of that, they did commit fraud <laughs> like this. Yeah, thing, they did. Like, they, they, that's not a legal thing. They did. Uh, they took advantage of the system. So I think there's a lot of outrage on this on a lot of levels. Yes. Did he convert that, anyone? That's right. Was there anyone who converted? Them? Yeah. Was he successful? I don't know. Well, I mean. Jerusalem, as far as I know, is still a Jewish town. So no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know um, what his end game was. I don't know how he would have done it. But also, like, going back to what you said, this infiltration. Um, mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Every religion has its own extremists. And, you know, when, when they do, most of them are like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill you if you don't believe in my religion. Yeah. The thing about Jews is our extremists are, like, totally the opposite. Because our extremists are the ultra, ultra orthodox who say, like, I am better than you because I'm Orthodox. I don't want you near me. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you trying to convert to our religion. We are us. We are the better people. Like, that's the thing. Our- the chosen people, right? I believe. Exactly. So. Yeah. They very much believe that, like, to a, to the nth degree, where it's like, that's our extremists. They, it's all, they don't want you to convert. They want the exact opposite. They're like, we want you as far away from us as possible. <laughs> so to these ultra-Orthodox, I'm sure, like, this must have been a blow. Like, oh, fuck. Uh, so the infiltration aspect is we, we we were joking about it downplaying it. You're saying that's probably front and center of this as far as one of the elements of the outrage. Probably, yeah. Like, you know, and that, again, that's for like the ultra, ultra orthodox because, you know, a big tenet of religion, uh, religion in general, but especially Judaism is, you know, just be kind to others. So like regular orthodox people are like, yeah, no, like, hey, let's all have Shabbat dinner together. Even if you're not Jewish, you're like, you know, let's come together. But like the ultra, ultra orthodox, the extremists in Judaism, they're like, get the fuck away. Like even to me, they would be like, you're a disgusting pig. Like you're not <laughs> Jew. You're not Jewish enough. Not Jewish enough. Yeah, exactly. You're not kosher enough for us. I'm not kosher. <laughs> That's how that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, as far as the the outrage sort of verdict in this one goes, I I think I'm going to lean legit on this one. We're not a religion show, really, and it's not something we cover all the time. But I think that just all the ingredients when you put them together with the embarrassment and, like you said, with the infiltration and the fact that they did sort of take advantage of a system. You know, like yeah. in America, we always talk about, like, the takers, you know, coming to our country and taking advantage of the, Like, that's the guy literally did that in Israel. Yeah. So, yeah, I have to lean, lean legit on that one. Uh, what do you think, Sandeep? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, he clearly was not was not there. Uh, you know, he wasn't honest on why he was there, trying to convert people undercover. I think it's hilarious. Um, I, I, mean, I, think, I think it's funny as hell. It it's hilarious, fun. real outrage. <laughs> no one's arguing that. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, we don't have dogs in the fight. You know, I grew up in Northeast America. I don't think anyone was actually Catholic. hurt. I don't. I don't feel bad for anyone. I think it's funny, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. he, 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 yeah. He was a That's dick. Kind of. I kind of disagree with the. I mean, I, I that no one was hurt. I mean, you know, no one was obviously like really, really hurt. But like to the families that had those ceremonies with him administering them, like that's kind of fucked. Here's the. Yeah, here's the, the, Yeah, yeah. I take that back. No, no, that yeah, is no. pretty messed up. If they were like cons- consoling him and confiding him and trusting him. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I agree. This is that. this is definitely real outrage. The. I, I feel like there would be more of a doubt if he weren't trying to convert other people. Like if he was just a Christian moving to Israel, trying to be Jewish and just loved, you know, Judaism and wanted to actually be Jewish without going through the steps of conversion. Yeah, he's the Rachel like, Dolezal of Judaism. Is what this exactly. Guy is. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's the Rachel Dole. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the thing because he had this covert mission. I wonder if the Pope hired him directly. Or yeah, 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 Michael. It shouldn't it's be Michael. Fine, but but the thing is, Jesus is going to forgive him. So he's, yeah, so he's, he's chill. He's like, oh, this is fine. Like you can throw me in jail, but like at the end of the day, Jesus knew I was doing the right thing. One confessional will clear all that up. That's one of the exactly. nice things about being Catholic. Um, all right. So it looks like three three legit outrage on that one, yeah. Sandeep. And now we're going to come back stateside. We're going to go from That's one de- right. one desert to another. Yeah, you know we normally search the globe for outrage and you know all over and but every once in a while we get good old fashioned homegrown New York New York American outrage and SNL has caused outrage for booking Elon Musk <laughs> to host host a sketch comedy show, uh, you know and so he's a controversial figure. There's the customary hashtag boycott SNL which has started, of course. And of course, there is. But, of course, but this time the call was coming from inside the house. Because uh, A.D. Bryant retweeted a tweet from Bernie Sanders that said the 50 wealthiest people in America today own more wealth than the bottom half of our people. Let me repeat that. It's because it's too absurd to believe 50 wealthiest people in the country own more wealth than some 165 million Americans. This is a moral obscenity. Born Bowen Yang tweeted, what the fuck does this even mean to when Elon Musk tweeted that he was uh, announced that he was going to be hosting? He sent this tweet saying, let's see how live SNL really is. Um, and Andrew Dismukes 25 said on Instagram, the only CEO I want to do sketch with is Sherry O'Terry, the former cast member. Uh, so Elon Musk is the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX. And, um, that's the desert reference, by the way, if the segue didn't make sense because they're based out in the desert doing that and Israel's a desert anyway, sorry, keep going. Uh, yes. Now it all makes sense. Yes. All of this, you know, good job with that. Yeah, Uh, no, he killing it. So he's uh, the the controversy is he's like he's I've read two different figures. He's worth somewhere between 150 and 178 billion, which makes him either the second or third richest man in the world. Uh, And he tweeted on March 6th, 2020, that the coronavirus pandemic is dumb. And then on March 19th, 2020, he said, based on current trends, probably close to zero new cases in the U.S. by the end of April 2020. Uh, So that that prediction didn't exactly pan out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and uh he's also like against been against like tweeted shit against like closures and stuff like that uh so there's the outrage so people are mad that they because he, he's hosting snl well i hope we can manage to get this episode out before next before they air that'd be cool but if not this will be our prediction for something that already happened 
Uh, first of all, it's going to be super lame because I don't think that guy is really known for being charismatic. But the outrage yeah. here is known for because they booked a guy that they guess people uh, that work on the show disagree with in terms of ideology. Is that what the outrage is? It seems to be a, a, a problem with the fact that he's rich. Um, okay. And he did he did say some anti or some stupid shit about coronavirus that looks that looks yeah dumb in hindsight oh, yeah although that stuff though is like you know i feel like that stuff was at, at the very beginning of the pandemic this like march 6 that was before the lockdown started that was before right. like you know that's the thing do you we mean april 2021 yeah <laughs> but that's no, the thing I mean, it was that like, was march 19 20 20 that he said the, the, it'll probably be close to zero in April. So, but that's yeah, what a lot of people like... were saying. People were saying, "Oh, we'll be done by April." Then it was, "Oh, we'll be done by May." Then June. Like even Fauci well, was saying. And you know like what? That. I actually I have to kind of back that up because I was one of those people. Because look, and I know you're a little bit younger than us, Adam. But Sandy, yeah. how many viruses have we seen on the news that were supposed to be the next big thing and nothing happened? Like so, like in just in my lifetime, there was SARS, there was Ebola, there was H1N1, there were yeah, there's the bird flu. flu. Every time see all the previous times up before this one all it was was it was a news story that they talked about on you know the local news freaking out for a week or maybe two and then it went away it gets got cycled out of the news this and that's why i was one of the people at the beginning and i'll admit that i didn't take it very seriously until i took it very seriously um and i i, I thought it was going to be done in a week or two and it was going to be just be a passing news story so I, I can't really fault him for that part of it yeah, I think he's lame for a lot of other reasons. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. just kind of cringe. He's like redditor gold, and that's that's cringe. But yeah, but but this these tweets from March of 2020, it's like you can't get mad at him for that. No one knew. Like remember in like in March or April of of 2020, Trump was saying like, oh, we should all be wearing a mask. We should all be wearing a mask. And Pelosi and other people were like, she went to Chinatown and was like, we don't have to wear a mask. Everyone's all together here. And it's like, she didn't know. Yeah. No one knew what was going on. And people, but that's the thing that pisses me off about this whole pandemic is how heavily politicized it was. Oh, because God, she yeah. wouldn't have done that if Trump hadn't said, you know, we should all stay apart and wear masks and shit. It's just like, oh, I'm going to say whatever the opposite of this guy I don't like is. And that's that goes for Republicans or Democrats. I don't I don't. Sure. Care. So well, let's, let's focus on the outrage for Elon. Elon yes. Musk, though. Sorry, I, I, I can all agree with what you're saying. Um, so what, what you're saying here, Sandeep, is people are mad just sort of because he's him. Right. And they don't think that this is a guy who represents the type of values they represent or something. What's well, the exact. I, here's my problem. If you're going to if you're going to say I don't like this guy for what he stands for. And you're going to be a liberal about it. And and all the write-ups, no one says, no one talks about the fact that, all right, if you're going to not like him for being rich or for like, you know, downplaying the pandemic, how about you lead with the fact that I, no one's done more? I don't think anyone has done more for helping with global warming um, and taking seriously, you know, if you're going to be a Green New Deal person, helping with that part of it, than Elon Musk, who... Who had to battle so many entrenched industries, including oil and gas and all the car manufacturers to show that electric cars can be awesome. And he created a whole market and now everyone's following him and he's created a whole he, like Tesla made this whole battery factory. And they're going to also like they furthered battery technology. And you're going to I mean, if you're going to be like he's too he 
he's too not good with liberal values. How do you not lead with that part of it and just completely leave it out of the bio? Well, I have two things to say about that. First of all, just because someone does a lot of good doesn't necessarily mean that they aren't, you know, bad people. I mean, how many figures throughout history do we have statues of up that it turns out they were kind of shitty people? But my problem, number two, with the fact that he's booked on the show is just the fact that he's fucking lame. And one thing I'm tired of, and I've noticed this trend over the last couple of years, is that rich dudes, they want to be cool also. And it's like, dude, you have all the money in the world. Fuck off. Like this is reminds me of the time a couple of years ago when Jeff Bezos tweeted, um, he was like at some event and he tweet he tweeted out, like, hey, I took a DNA test and it turns out I'm 100 percent Lizzo's biggest fan. It also reminds me of the story we did last summer with the CEO DJ over on Long Island, who some fucking CEO douchebag from some bank wanted to also be a DJ. It's like, bro, you guys have all the money in the world, you got fucking yachts, you've purchased all the land and all the women or whatever the fuck you're, you know, whatever things you're you want, you don't get to be cool. You, yeah. That's the only thing you don't get. You get literally everything else because everything you can buy with money pretty much. But like, dude, fuck off. Like, you don't also get to be a cool fucking guy who hosts a fucking show. Like there are hundreds of other people that probably you should be booking for an SNL hosting gig. And uh, and yeah, I just have an issue with the fact that these dudes, they literally want everything. It's like, you can have all the material stuff, but we do get to make fun of you for being incredibly lame, awkward fucking people. And I think this show, by the way, my my prediction it's going to bomb because I, I doubt he has any type of fucking monologue style comedic timing and they're going to have to really write sketches around um his lack of acting ability and try to shoehorn him into some shit i really think it's going to be a shitty episode and i can't but wait that, to watch I've it seen fucking a lot burn. of Saturday Night Live episodes that aren't like you don't have like actors you yeah. don't have like sports people they're i mean that's the the talent of the writers and the staff to yeah. like put someone in and exactly and, and the other funny. Like, yeah Looking back on an even more controversial host who everyone fucking went with, Trump was on and he did a that was one of their highest rated episodes, I'm pretty sure. I, I could be wrong on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It, was, it was hilarious. Yeah. They did a great job with it. I think they could do do a good job with Elon Musk, despite him being like just totally cringe. Like well, SNL has a um a history. If you went through like a a, a past host list, I'm sure. I'm sure you could find some really bad people who fucking hosted that show. Oh, I remember Steve Forbes hosted it. And he's whatever Elon Musk is, he's like worse from as far as like a charisma and a, you know, like lameness standpoint. I think they they should have. Yeah, he's lame too. Add him to the fucking list. They played him. They played off of it pretty well. I thought they like made him, you know, they made him play like funny characters for him. Because you'd, you'd, you know, I, you know, but that's that's the staff. That's the what the staff has to worry about. But yeah, that's the talent of the community. Watch me eat writers. my fucking words and all this. Yeah. Uh, and it ends up being like, I think it'll be okay. Like, it'll be fine. Yeah. I think I it'll think be going to light up the screen. Right. It'll be on par with SNL in general, which is like, mm, you, know, you know, I think both the ones you guys just named adds add to my point. Steve Forbes and Donald Trump, because before Donald Trump like went crazy and started saying shit about Mexicans and went into politics, he was known for literally just like, being a guy that had gold and stuff and was rich. So like this whole trend of like dudes who are just bored and rich and want to also be on TV, it's fucking lame. And that's kind of, that's where my outrage is with the Elon Musk thing. It's because it's going to be lame. I don't know. I I, I feel like that's the thing. I feel like it's going to be one of two extremes. Either you're right. It's going to be super lame. It's going to be super like boring and cringe. Or it could be really funny, but it's it's going to be one of the two extremes. It's not going to be like okay. The thing that I'm like thinking about is his tweet announcing that he would be on Saturday Night Live because he tweeted, "Let's find out just how live Saturday Night Live really is." 
with like a devil smiling emoji. And that just freaks me the fuck out. Cause it's like, what is that? Is he planning to like murder someone on the show live? Or yeah, is does it, he have like, like an army of is, incels that are going to show up and fucking do some crazy shit at the studio? Yeah. Is he going to, is he going to pull Louis CK and like jerk off in front of the audience? Like Dude, if I'm you did that, I would be a fan forever. Okay. I'm not going right? to lie. I would be like, you know what? This dude made all the money in the world. And like Sandeep said, he developed new technology to help save earth. And then just to fucking put a, put a fucking bow on it. He whipped his dick out in front of a, you know, a studio full of people. I, I would be a fan for life. If you defeated that, you shit yeah. me. That'd be amazing. I just want to see what happens to Tesla stock afterwards. <laughs> it's either going to skyrocket or plummet. Yeah. The, the, no, the fact that we even have to talk about that is so lame. And I, I just, yeah, yeah. I, I think that the fact that these dudes, they want, what's the whole, like the trifecta that's like money, power, fame. These guys already have money and power. And now they want the fame also. And it's kind of bullshit. I, I, I really, it's like, bro, you know, enjoy your, your fucking, you know, yeah. your 400 acre fucking complex. You probably live on with like 18 lakes and uh, several mansions out and out West. Enjoy it, but fuck off, you know, like yeah. let, let, the, but I think I th- let the monologues be done by fucking pros. Damn it. Okay. I think it's dependent on the person. Cause like, I feel like there are some celebrities and like very rich, powerful people who are like, yeah, that's cool that they're going to be on SNL. Like, that's uh, that's fucking so cool. Like, no, and I think, think I think it was like though, the it, how, no, Adam. What do people? I don't. Other than like people who are just like weirdo, like money worshippers, who like they're famous for being rich people, and that's all it is. Elon I don't Musk think that's Elon Musk being rich. He's yeah, that's like the for... that's like the Kardashians. That's what they're fucking famous for. Well, no, no, they're famous because yeah. their their dad got OJ off, and then they showed their asses to the internet. Which, by oh, the yeah. way, both wonderful activities to do in your free time. <laughs> no, but Elon Musk has done some crazy, like you know, like that's the thing. So back when he was first becoming popular, it was actually kind of cool what he was doing. You know, he was doing weird, random machines, and it was like all kind of, and you know, he had Tesla and whatever, and then it got. Like, kind of got taken over by Reddit and it just became really like, ugh, to, you know, witness. And, you know, the more he tweeted, the more I was like, oh my God, stop. You know, you guys are kind of right. He did some cool stuff. He's still Yeah, like lame. he shot he a car like into space. He has like 33 million followers. But, but he has of, a big following. He has a personality. He's eccentric. It's yeah. not just that he's rich. It's not, that's yeah, not, he, there are many rich people that aren't, that he is the know. he is the, the the best of that super lame tier. He's still in that tier, as far as I'm concerned. But he's right. the least lame of the like lame rich guys who want to be famous for being like like really. he is famous already. He does not need. He's not. He doesn't need Saturday Night Live to be famous. Unlike yeah. someone like that you might not have heard of. Like I don't know who the yeah yeah. But that's the thing. I feel like Elon Musk does have personality. He does have his own quirk. He has his own kind of brand. Whereas someone who is very rich and powerful, but doesn't have his own brand, no matter how much he fucking desperately tries. Mark Zuckerberg. Oh my God. The weirdest fucking person on earth. That is a lizard man. I hope he's next. I hope he's next week. But honestly, I would would love to see it. I would totally see that. that. I want to see that. Oh my God. You know what? You guys have convinced me that fuck it. Let's just bring all the lame people onto SNL. Yeah. And just fucking and just expose every last one of them. These people are famous already. Like they're rich, but they're also famous. And they have like, they have a certain like thing that like is is watchable, whether it's really super nerdiness or weirdness or. But that's the thing. I, that's the thing that I'm kind of saying is like there's a difference between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, where Mark Zuckerberg is rich and powerful, but he doesn't have his own personal brand. He's not like charismatic. 
Elon Musk has his own brand and he is not super charismatic, but he has some sort of charisma that gets people on board with what he's doing. Yeah, Zuckerberg he was, actually he was on Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he just hangs out with his wife, fucks off. Yeah. I'm sure My he does only some issue cool is if shit. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna feel like Elon Musk, if you're gonna act morally superior to Elon Musk, I mean you know what? He's done way more for whatever the shit you claim to care about than uh than you yeah. have. And I don't know what he's supposed to do as far as his money. Like he 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 has he started companies that now are worth a lot of money. Do you want him to just like sell it? The government should seize his shares. Oh I mean, no! If he that's sold not, them, yeah, no. I if don't he care. sold exactly. his shares, then he would he should pay taxes. And if you want to say he should pay more taxes, good. But he the shares are just there. Like, I, what do you want? Just should he give them up? I don't understand what people want him to do. Yeah, and people mistake what a net worth actually is. He doesn't have all that money just like laying. Yeah, he'd have to liquidate shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, and then they would get rid of like tens of thousands of jobs for the economy. And it's like, I like, like, what do you actually want? That's the thing. I feel like there's so much of that shit now where it's like, I'm mad about this, and it's like, okay, but what do you offer as a replacement? Because people want to tear stuff down. But they're not offering a replacement, and that's a big issue. And, you know, uh, Zuckerberg, who's what he invented, is kind of a shitty thing. He is book. shitty. You he know? just did it first. Tesla is like, <laughs> I mean, they had to fucking the electric car, and now it's like a foregone conclusion that you know electric cars are going to take over. It was not when he did Tesla, and he showed that it like people do want that, and now it's like now everyone's copying him. Which is great. Now, you know what? You guys have actually convinced me. Because I, I was, first of all, I still think he's fucking pretty lame. I do. Oh, but, yeah, he is. But if it's strictly in, through the lens of the SNL hosting, I'm just thinking throughout the last couple of years, people were mad when Bill Burr hosted it. People were mad when, like, Chappelle hosted it. People are, people are, there's always going to be somebody who's mad about the SNL hosting. And exactly. you know what? You're never going to have a whole season of just people you like, because they do kind of have an eclectic mix. So you know what? Fuck it. Fake outrage. It's kind of yeah. like their sketches. Some of them you're going to like, some of them you're not going to like on any given show. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like the host. Exactly. You just got to deal with it. Yeah. Fake outrage. All right. Fake outrage. All right. Wow. All right. Good job, fellas, uh, on that one anyway. Because I, like I said, I, I was going to come in hot. And I do maintain my, my original thesis of rich guys that want to also lame. be cool. Yeah. But these people are yeah. all fucking lame. However, in this specific case, fake outrage. Um, now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest. Um, Adam, is there anything that you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to say I'm outraged by this, but I am ticked off. Oh, that's, okay. I feel like, the perfect. Okay. I'm ticked off. All right, so go. I'm a big Marvel fan. I actually, I don't know how much I should be talking about this, but I worked for the Russo Brothers for a little while as an intern. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, no, and it was a really great internship. Love the Rooster Brothers. Love Agbo's, uh, Agbo films. Great place. Sandeep's a huge Marvel fan, aren't you, Sandeep? <laughs> yeah. I'm a really big fan. And this has nothing to do with... Uh, Total. I love that. I love that one superhero that has a lot of power, but then it, it, and he can do anything he wants, but then <laughs> he's, still, he's still upset for some reason. Yeah. Uh, you remember that? You know uh, that one superhero? Oh, yeah, I know that. I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. pretty specific. And then there's that um, one story where, like, you could just use his power to, like, totally, like kill the opponent but for some reason he doesn't he like use part of the powers and then it, it's like I, I love that episode where the, his like his arch nemesis is like a normal dude without any power and it's still somehow close like there's still an arch nemesis <laughs> is somehow fucking with this dude who like who can like turn back time and make the earth rotate in a different direction but then the regular dude is just like because he like has like a big helicopter or something this feels aimed at DC which I will easily shit on oh um, actually that 
That's actually something I can talk about. I, no, no, no. I just said that to Sandy because he, he, he notoriously hates comic book movies. And I, I just said it to trigger really? him for a minute. So Wait, what, what, you, what, are you, what are you upset about, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll leave DC alone, even though th- that's the real thing. Oh, no, you're beating a dead horse if you're attacking DC. What are you mad about in the Marvel okay. Universe? The one in Marvel matters. Universe. In Marvel Universe. I am angry because, and this is going back to my Judaism, uh, there's a new series coming out called Moon Knight. And Moon Knight is a fucking badass character. It's Marvel's answer to, to uh, Batman. And if you don't know a lot about the character, I'll explain him briefly. And again, I haven't read too many comics, so I'm not the most well-versed on the character. But here's what I know. He gets his powers. So in some comics, he like doesn't have powers and some he doesn't. But he gets his powers from like this moon god. And his, here's the thing. He's the son of a rabbi, and he has a lot of mental uh, illnesses he's the son of a rabbi he's He's jewish and that's a a big part of the character that's a big part of the character and they're getting (laughs) oscar isaac to play him no hate to oscar isaac love him he's a great actor he did a great job in star wars but like goddamn, dude why are we not getting a jewish they were supposed to get a jewish person for it there were big rumors that they were talking to daniel radcliffe who would have been an amazing moon knight uh but like they're not getting a jewish actor and here's the thing so there's a lot of talk nowadays of like People of a certain like background should only be the should be the only ones playing a characters of that same background. Yeah. Which, to be honest, I don't entirely agree with. I'm like an actor is an actor for a reason. They're playing something that they don't ha- that they aren't necessarily in real life. Are we going to get serial killers to play serial killers yeah. in shows? Well, like, that's fucking stupid. With but- that, and you're in the industry a little more than I am, but I know this is sometimes it really does just come down to availability. Yes. when it comes yes. to some of these bigger roles. Um, yes, and so, yeah, it, sometimes it's, you'd have to sacrifice the quality of the acting ability just to fill a quota to make fucking idiots on Twitter happy. No. Yeah. And I believe me, I get that. But the same thing is my issue is when people don't keep the same energy because no one's, no one's talking about it. No mm-hmm. one's talking about the fact that Oscar Isaac isn't Jewish playing a very Jewish character. And, uh, the, he, apparently his dad is Jewish, but again, it's passed down through the mom. And he was raised Catholic, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like he was raised in So they wrote out the Jewish, the Jewy part of the um character. they might be. That that's the thing. I think Marvel has, and that's that wouldn't be the first time. Scarlet Witch, a big part of her backstory in the comics is that she's Jewish. And they literally in Civil War, which uh, again, I don't want to shit on because it is literally my number three favorite Marvel movie. Uh, she has a cross hanging on her wall. And I'm just like, you're totally erasing this very important backstory to the character. And again, she was, no, she was trying to convert people, Christians to Judaism. Exactly. <laughs> she was, she was pulling up. What's this guy's name? Michael yeah. Elkinson or something. Yeah. What, what's, um, the, what's this Jews, uh, this Jewish rabbi son, his, what's his power? Um, so he's like Batman. So he's just got a shit ton of gadgets and whatever, okay. but he's um, got a utility I think, belt. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. He's got a utility belt. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got an, he's got a throwing star. Look out. It's a throwing <laughs> star of David. no um but yeah and he sense like sales within a hundred mile radius like his (laughs) i I don't know what is can he look at a house and instantly uh assess the value (laughs) (laughs) yeah he can instantly win a litigation so now adam this is now this is your personal outrage has this been on any um like jewish blogs or jewish news sites because i know that you guys kind of have your own little segregated news part of the internet uh, has this made it to any of those sites? Because you need to get it to those people. Because if you get enough outrage going, believe me, we, Sonip and I know how the outrage machine works. If you can get just even a few articles put up in some of these sites, 
Well, that, that's the thing. First of all, I don't look at those Jewish news sites, so I wouldn't know. Maybe there are some articles about it. But I yeah. also, here's the thing. Again, I don't care. Like, it's more about the fact that that same energy isn't being kept. It's mm-hmm. like people don't care when it comes to Jews being, like, double-crossed, um, I, I guess. And that, that's that's really the... Because, the, again, I think Oscar Isaac is going to be fucking amazing in this role. I think he's going to be badass. I, I love Oscar Isaac. But it's like, goddamn, it's a little disappointing. Especially since I think Daniel Radcliffe would have been great in it. Although I think I could be wrong on this. I think he said, um, like, I don't know. I think he said, like, I wasn't approached for the part. Like, he dispelled the rumors. He was like, I was not just uh, approached for this role and nor would I want to be. Because I think Daniel Radcliffe, like, he had, I, I remember reading this. Like, he had big fears, like, halfway through filming the Harry Potter movies where he was like, I, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I might leave the role because I don't want to just be known as Harry Potter. So I think he's very afraid of getting back into a big universe where he would be kind of known as that one thing. Yeah, I hear you there. And yeah. uh, so, Adam, I mean, it looks like the only Jewish superhero is still the Hebrew Hammer. Is that a uh, real thing? Is that real? That's a real movie. What? You guys have never seen the Hebrew Hammer. Okay. No, I'm more familiar with Don't Mess With the Zohar. Oh, you know, yeah, I have that. Yeah, there, there's one. that one too. No, a Hebrew Hammer. You, go check out the trailer sometime. It's a funny movie with Adam Goldberg from like 20 years ago. It's oh, about. It, it's like oh, it's about a, to be comedy. It's it's a comedy in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, written by Jews for Jews. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that's actually a pretty good outrage, and it goes along with a lot of the outrage culture that we've been hearing lately that you already mentioned with the yeah film industry. Exactly. And going on, yeah, going on with it again, it's like, it really doesn't bother me that Oscar Isaac, a non-Jew, is playing a Jew. My outrage is that uh, people don't keep the same energy. That that It's the fact that no one is outraged by it. It's the fact that the, the same white women who are mad that every trans character <laughs> isn't played by trans people or black, whatever the case is, they are exactly. also upset on behalf of Jewish people in this case. You exactly. Want, you want the white women to be on your side for this one. I too, want the Emilys of the world and the, uh, and the liberal Karens of the world to be mm-hmm. on this too. Yeah. I want them to be on top of it. Yeah. Actually, and again, and Tiffany, if you're listening, it's time to get mad. Exactly. Again, okay. no hate to Marvel. Fucking love Marvel. I love everything they're doing. Yeah. Uh, but that just kind of ticks me off. All right. You know what? I, I like that. Let, let's run up the Karens, get some outrage going on that. That's a good place to end right yeah. there. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, uh, follow follow me personally at Phil Causey on that there, uh, on the tweets and the grams. Sandeep Sen is at Sandeep Sen the comic. Um, you can email us and you can call us Karens at the fake outrage report at gmail.com. If you have 30 seconds, give us five stars on the itunes please actually do it it takes 30 seconds it would improve your well not your life it improved my life and it wouldn't take that much of yours uh you can follow adam wolf at uh yeah it's bagman underscore productions i'm pretty sure hang on wait yeah bagman underscore productions on instagram uh that's the same as my youtube and then my twitter go follow uh it's actually bagman underscore films with a z there we oh go. no actually i'm sorry no no underscore i'm i'm dumb i should know my own handle and check it's out just bagman finally famous Z. yep finally famous on that their production and before we go as always sandeep sen any parting thoughts uh get ready i will be coming to birthright next month uh <laughs> israeli soldiers uh get ready and i'll pay you trying to convert people to atheism but don't tell me that. <laughs> can't wait to see you in israel man